this was made by something extraterrestrial. Let me know if you think that these crop circles are man-made or extraterrestrial. In I am reading a poem. Like the way he talks, it's like the inflections he puts on. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone My big dumb thumb, <laughs> which shouldn't have been an issue because it shouldn't have been near the screen at that point. <laughs> but whatever, it just falls. Welcome to LIW Day Twilight Zone review of episode seventy six. I slurred my way through that. Holy shit! Um, I got distracted because I was looked. At, I looked at IMDb because I always have IMDb pulled up for the episode so I can read off the air date. And Nick Cage is right there next to Kevin Smith, and it threw me off. Nice. He's in the IMDb show. Anyway. Uh, Today's episode is a game of pool. It's a uh, debut October thirteenth, nineteen sixty one, and I am, and will always be Phoenix West. I'm Frank Lakes. Hi, Frank. Uh, what the fuck were you playing at the beginning of that? What was what was going on there? That oh, this uh, this very uh, very weird um, <clears throat> YouTube uh, channel I found that he he does lists of just weird shit like weird video camera footage of shit, you know. Why does he sound like he's reciting a, a bad poem for, well, for everything just, he says? The way he, well, the way he narrates his lists, uh, the, how he talks is insane. <laughs> it's fucking certifiably, you got to be a whack job to even attempt to talk like this, man. So let's get into LIW, the Twilight Zone review, and okay. episode 76, Game of Fools, five. Here we go. This guy is insane. To explore areas that we would otherwise never dare step foot in, and as they fly in the sky above, they sometimes catch things that were never meant to be witnessed by the human eye. Number eleven. This drone footage was taken somewhere deep Is in the slow? South Fork Park in Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. 
but then sometime around the five minute mark, you might be he able to like see something hiding in the thickets. The watch thicket. the left side of your screen closely as the drone starts to land and pay close attention because no, it and happened. a little bit uh, further on, you, you got to hear she this insanity well that he said. Simply describes as busiest, who explores a lot of exotic locations on his channel. Most of his videos are taken on tropical islands, but this one was shot at a hard-to-find rural spot that he simply describes as being in the middle of nowhere. As his drone flies high, you can see that this is how humans talk. his friend is standing in the middle nowhere. of a huge field of crops. I can't, and move. I can't even change. It's hard. The you know why? We're not autistic. And extremely precise. <laughs> in the... I'm not a... Oh my goodness! That that is an autistic no. person, right? Dude, it's and you know he, you know, I I guess when you get in, like me myself, I'm a man that likes a good list. Okay, so yeah. YouTube is a great place to be, I suppose. Because goddamn, is there a lot of list channels? Point being is, uh, I, I I gotta I gotta see the list to the end, man. You know. And I don't know if I could do that. It's like a guy, bad poetry well, read. Well, this guy, just when you just want it to end because you're so tired of hearing him talk so oddly, oddly, I can't even just when you're so tired of listening to him talk so oddly. Yeah. And it's like that. It's a really, it's a real dude too. It's not even like one of those computer. It uh, sounds like I typed words. it in the Siri and Siri read it off to me. <clears throat> Some people just have that sound to them. No, uh, no, they don't. Just this guy that's right my here. Point. That's why it's just so odd. It's such an odd fucking way to talk, you know. And uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> well, that was fun. Well, uh, yeah, it, but in between two and one, when he's just about to get to one, he plugs himself for a minute. Oh, great! I, that's something we get used to during our podcast. Podcast. Yeah, I know, but we don't just like. Force it down your throat for fucking a minute and a half. Yeah, not That's us plugging. Different. They plug. Remember that one, the, the police one that did nine minutes of fucking plugs? I was like, oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rogan is perfect because I can skip over Rogan's plugs and go right to the beginning. Yeah, because they do like commercials. You, you fast yeah, it's like 15. four and a half minutes of them, but at least they get them all out of the way, you know? Yeah. So then when he starts talking, doing the show, he doesn't have to worry about it. It's, it's smart because he knows people are going to skip right over him. Yeah, the uh, let's talk about a good episode of Twilight Zone. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Jack Klugman so anyway, might be my favorite Twilight Zone actor. Dude, hands down, him, Meredith, um, for you, Bronson, uh, you know, Shatner, uh, Sulu, you know, even though we're, we'll, we'll be getting to that episode soon. Sulu's like, good I'm in that really episode, but that he, he's not like a, I don't consider him a Twilight Zone actor. Why? He made his debut in it. Yeah, but he did one. George Takai became world famous, dude. You kind of got to give it to him. I, I get that. I, I really do. But I'm just saying he he did he one episode. I, I'm saying guys who are in more than one episode, even more than two, I would say, is to but, make I mean, you a Twilight Zone actor. As hell. Think about it. Yeah, you know? definitely. You can't, I mean, they only needed a Chinese-Japanese man once. Yeah, he, he definitely kills on that episode. I'm just saying, he literally, he, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> actors who are in more than one, there's not a lot of them that are in way more than one. Uh, Shatner's in two of them, right? Yep. Uh, which which qualifies him as a Twilight Zone actor? I, I'd say I'd say just more than one. 
makes them a well, Twilight Zone actor. Know him, you know, people knew him before, before Star Trek, you know? Yeah. Because of this. Exactly. So, he, Shatner's up there. I don't like Shatner that much in uh, Nick of Time like you do, but he, he, does, he fucking kills it in a Nightmare. And then Klugman, though, holy shit. I can't name one other thing he's in after this, really, that comes to the top of my head. But he, Praise he, a pip. He, yeah, I'm saying after Twilight Zone. Oh, but he fucking right. kills it in Twilight Zone. He's fucking good. Even in the episodes that aren't that great, like Praise a Pip is not that great, but he's fucking amazing in it. It's terrible. Yeah, but, but he fucking kills his it. His acting is amazing, yeah. yeah. The other one I could think of is in that wax... Remember that hour-long wax one where he builds all these mannequins of serial killers? And they're in his basement. Are the serial killers or just people that he... It's serial killers, and he has, like, Jack the Ripper in it as a wax figure in his basement. It's one of the hour-long ones. Not a great episode, but he's the guy that's four in season, that. Four you mean? I can't think. Of, what's that? It's a four-season one, you mean? Yeah, it's a four se- It's one of the last ones, I believe. I could be wrong. But the episode's whatever. Sprinter's Devil in that one. That guy's fucking great in it, though. The, the actor, and he's in a couple other Twilight Zones. It's a small little, small little roles. But that guy's great. He comes to my mind. Um... The older fat guy who's in a couple of different ones with the weird looking dude. Again, most people you don't know their name, but Jack Klugman fucking kills it. He's, he's definitely my favorite out of all the guys that are in multiple episodes. And Burgess I'll Meredith is do. number two. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's that other guy? He was in the Dirty Dozen, older guy. Uh, Lee Marvin? Yeah, him. Yeah, he, good one. Is he only in one, though? I think he's only in that one. Yeah, uh, where he, he plays uh, his character's name is Kelly, I think. Yeah, and then. Uh, Fucking Burt Reynolds is one. Knife into the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. I, I think it's in the night with the next four. Or so, oh really? Can't wait. But yeah, a lot of good actors in those. Definitely no argument there. But Klugman's definitely my favorite series regular. Uh, and I and and I just love this episode, man. Like because Klugman and Winters played off played oh off each God. other so well, right? <laughs> Amazing. This is one of those Jesus ones. Christ. You know how we talk about like cliche episodes? Like uh, the first one that comes to mind, the, the real first cliche one is uh, uh, Be- Eye of the Beholder. Where every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, God. And then I watch it, and, and the whole time I'm going, oh, God. It's not bad. It's just like, come on. End. And this is one of those ones I think in my head where I'm like, yeah, yeah, game of pool, game of pool, okay. And then I start watching, and I'm like, fascinated yeah. the entire yeah. way through. It's like, I love pool. I forgot. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> and the, afterwards, you're like, not really. Yeah, I love uh, Klugman. I love Jonathan Winters. They have a great back and forth. And it's just like, you can sit there and watch them play fucking pool. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real testament to their acting because they're both really fucking good in this episode. It's kind of amazing. And neither one of them can shoot pool worth of shit, by the way. No, yeah, but that's not, yeah, that's, that's not here nor there. Like when he plays the fucking trumpet. <laughs> Klugman, you you're not like whoa, he's a great trumpet player. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't he didn't make a note. No, that no, no, that was him. He's great at acting like he's playing a trumpet. Yeah, know. exactly. Uh, but both of these guys fucking kill in this episode, and they really do. Jonathan, a lot of great dialogue. He definitely, it. <laughs> I feel so out of character. Do I not? Do I not sound like myself? Where I'm like, yeah, he was so great. <laughs> it's so weird for me this to. Is be- a, this is a top ten all timer, dude. This is like one of those. Like up there, uh, in the stratosphere of greats of of five seasons. Yeah, and it's weird, especially weird for me because I 
again, when I heard about this episode, I'm like, oh, here it comes, Game of Pool. I like this episode. I know that. But I forget how much I like it when I'm not watching it. I've seen it so many times. That's how much exactly. I like this episode. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's one like of those if ones. I had to pick five episodes I've seen the most of, this is in the top five that I've seen the most of. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's in my top five, but for some reason I've seen it more than others. No, they play it all the time. It is a constant repeat on uh, Siffy. And that's not saying much because some of the ones they play, it's straight dog shit. Like, oh, my God. That's why I've seen Dust so many times. They play Dust all the time. Yeah, and it's just like, you know. I like, I like Dust, but. It was just, it was so, I don't know. I I feel like that's one of the really, like, after you get into the series, you you watch that one and you can appreciate it more. But if you just watch it right off the bat, it's it's not going to hook you into the show. No, it's it's one of those ones where the acting is better than the story because the story's fucking stupid. It's just that the acting is so good in it, except for the old man's going, it's a miracle, or whatever the hell he's yelling at the end of it. <laughs> it was total insanity. <laughs> yeah, but I like the episode a lot. I, for some reason, I like Dust more than other people. Uh, why are we talking about Dust so much? Let's talk about this episode. Um, can oh, I just say episode and you went into a bad one? I don't know why. I, I, I don't think <laughs> Dust is bad. I almost put Dust in my top five. If it didn't, if it came on any other season, it might have been. <clears throat> uh, that's debatable, but okay. I, obviously, it's debatable. It's my top five. That's true. Very, very. <laughs> that's the whole very point of my top five. I, I'm a man who likes a good list. Your list is shit. <laughs> uh, to quote Frank, there. Um, can I just say, so Jack Cluckman is this local pool, he's not even a pool shark, he's not a pool hustler, he's just a local great guy who plays pool, or pool who plays, guy who plays pool really well, I don't want to say he's a great guy, he seems like a real fucking sack of shit, really, but he's just like <laughs> on this one street in New York City, and he's super good at pool, and I'm like, wow, really fucking a kid stomping around the playground being like, I'm the greatest, <laughs> like, it seems like really fucking pathetic. And then as you're playing that clip, he's talking about Fats Brown, this guy who's been dead for 15 years and how great he was and how he gets all this recognition, even though he's dead and buried in the ground. And and Fats Brown just sounds like a really huge shit to me. Just the phrase Fats Brown. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a name. I mean, if you gain a nickname of Fats from your friends, your friends <laughs> yeah. are assholes. Or you're an asshole. One it, of the two. And he's not even that fat. No, he was portly. He, yeah, he's a, he's a big guy. He's not like, but he's not, I would never call him fat. I would, I would, I sympathize with him. Yeah. I'm about there. <laughs> but I'm not, you know what I mean? Like John Candy is fat. Chris Farley is fat. This oh, guy's yeah. like a third of those guys. He's not, well, he, he's he actually 60 like fat. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he, he died in like, 87. Yeah, he died I mean, a while ago. Or not that, recently. Yeah, he died in 2013. Oh, yeah, 13, I think, something like that. 13? Uh, yeah, I just yeah. looked it up. And, and, and Klugman just recently died in 12 or 14. Let's find out right one. now. I haven't but one up. was like one year and one was the other year. Like net, It's like boom, boom. Yeah, Klugman's but, 2012, Winners is 2013. That's what it is. So yeah, Winners wins. Right on. Well, you know, one was skinny, the other one wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and Klugman was in a lot better stuff for, you know, for the most of his career. Even though Jonathan Winters is way more recognizable worldwide. Figuring that one out. Comedians. Yeah. Klugman's and fucking uh, Quincy, the odd couple. 12 Angry Men. That's an amazing movie. And then uh, Winters is in the Flintstones movie. 
Was he? Yeah, and he's in the Smurfs too. He plays like Papa Smurf. Of course he would. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, they're both dead now. Anyway, so he he. Yeah, let's actually talk about this plot, unlike we did in the last episode, because who gives a shit about the last episode? Um, I forgot about it already. As that clip was ending, there he he summons Fats to Earth because Fats is dead for fifteen years. And then apparently, yeah, apparently fucking heaven has a PA system and a secretary. <laughs> Fast they Brown. Don't even, they don't even get a bed. They get the fucking pool table to sleep on. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jack Clegman sleeps on the, the pool way. table, so. That's true. I guess he can he, too. He didn't look too happy about it at the end, though. No, he didn't. Uh, I just funny. love the fact that, let's ignore the PA system, because that's hilarious on its own. But the fact that there's a secretary that has to summon you to the to back to the mortal realm, like... Like Fats Brown, some asshole on Randolph Street thinks he's better than you. Fats Brown, like, is that really heaven? Yeah, you know, I don't think it's heaven at all. And then he's like, so it makes you like think like being really good at pool brings you to hell. That's what I think. That's what I picture there. Well, so when he comes or, down. I got that. You or if that? it's yeah, you can play that. Or if it's not heaven or hell, it's a it's like a oh here it is arena limbo arena for more immortal athletes or don't call it pool and the athlete but you know what i mean like they have to hang out in a legends arena it's fucking weird yeah it's it's called like pool limbo i think yeah yeah they the set was called pool limbo Got there was it. two sets total <laughs> yeah a, a, a few, like well, i i wouldn't say a great play type of episode no, really no cuz you'd no. actually have to play a game to 300 of pool which <laughs> yeah. would take about two days you know and i don't know the pool i know how to play pool i don't know how to play those kinds of games of pool where they have the you have to hold the stick up on that little thing and move the beads over i don't know what the beads well, mean i, do. I don't the beads just to keep score that's all I, I get that but i don't know exactly what they mean well there you sink a ball so one ball is one point is that what it is you sink first yeah. to think, sink three hundred balls. You keep your points if you uh, sink uh, the last ball of the of the round. If okay. you don't, you there don't you get the points. The other guy gets the points. There you go. But he can have like one point, you know. So one game, you can get one point, or you can get what would it be? One, two, three. 15. I don't know. Nine, ten. Fifteen. Right. Are they fourteen? Playing, are they just Four, playing? It's fourteen because the if you notice the head ball was always missing. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So, so, I didn't so know the that. Game is, the game is called 14 ball to 300. There you go. I had no idea. I didn't know how that worked. Uh, I play pool. <laughs> I play pool, but I don't play that kind of like, let's see here all day pool. That's for no, like... No, I just know all the different games. You know? I've only played like the single games, not like the... This reminds me more of tennis. You know what I mean? Where yeah, it's like it's each just, game yeah. and, it, and there's a match overall and like... It's a different. Think of it's a, a different game of pool as a set, and then yeah. when you get to three hundred, a match. So I'm saying, on. like, it's I never played like that, like endurance almost. Or I like that better. I would prefer to play it like that. That's more my mentality, but I just never like, done and, it. And like the way that they progressed the score of this, you know, like he he was beating them by like seventy points at one point, and like Fats had like seven points. He had like sixty. <laughs> yeah, it was like I, I think it, back. I think the quote was like. He has like thirty nine or forty nine, and Fats has like one. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, and, then, and like then he sinks them all. Like, wow. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, and then he makes this crazy three bank shot. I'm like what? No, he makes a nine bank shot. 
No, that was the legend. Oh, that yeah, you're right. That was the legend there. And I was like, I was I was sitting there for a long like, time in this two, episode going four, five, six, one, seven, two, eight, nine, bullshit. Yeah. He's like, a, bullshit. You you hit it so hard you go flying off the off the table. Fly off the rails. Yeah, exactly. It was I, I was doing that math in my head going, Yeah, that would be unless you have some like crazy English on it where it's all like side spin <laughs> like but but gauging it after that with that much spin would be impossible. It would be oh, luck. It's just a luck. Yeah. yeah. But he called it, so it must <laughs> Yeah. It's a Hail Mary play, play basically is what yep. he did. By the way, if you guys watch it and you think playing pool that way, that safe break is like, don't ever do that. Especially if there's money on the game, don't ever do that. That's the biggest disrespectful fucking thing to do playing pool. And oh, it's I, funny that they put that in there. I think that was kind of the point. Is they were both sacks of shit in the same way. And that was the point where he was trying to teach him. Is you're a sack of shit. I was a sack of shit. I've learned my lesson because here the fuck I am <laughs> putting your sack of shit ass. Please don't just be a sack you, of shit like me. Yeah, just because you question <clears throat> my pride, I guess. <laughs> yeah. There, I, I like this episode because there is a moral, but there's no reason for the moral. It does, that, there doesn't need to be a reason. It just is. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he teaches... <clears throat> fucking spoiler alert. It doesn't matter. if You saw the episode... He he basically wants him to win. What the fuck you doing here? <laughs> yeah. You should not, you're in the wrong fucking podcast, people. But he, uh, he I know I don't know why you're searching Twilight Zone. You yeah, never seen what it the before. fuck you doing there? Kill yourself. Anyway, so so I almost said Frank. So so Fats Brown. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Buy the shirt, everyone. So Fats wants uh, Jesse Cardiff to win, so that he can take over his position in fucking pool limbo. And I I got that actually. Thanks. Anytime. When more than I bargain for, huh? Or I beat you. I'm the best. I'm the best at something. Thanks. <laughs> so backhanded. What do you mean, thanks? I beat you. I'm the best and I'm going to live. Of course you are. Those were the stakes. Then what's with the thanks, fat boy? You'll find out when the time comes for you to leave Randolph Street. Dun dun dun! Yeah, foreshadowing. <laughs> and, and I don't know what to get into first because I really do have some thoughts on this episode. He plays him life or death. So if he wins, well, he gets to live. He if he takes of life or death, he didn't. Mm-hmm. It's never actually going to go through with it. But he made him so because he says that uh, you know you never really know if you're the best at anything until you risk something to be that. Yes, but you don't know that. He could have killed him. Why couldn't he? He didn't know it, no. At the time, exactly. he didn't know it. Well, he, he might have. At the end, he fucking saying, might have. You know? <laughs> I, I want to see that version where if Jesse loses, he has to fucking kill him. <laughs> like he, That version was supposed to be the, the original version, as a matter of fact. There you go. That's how George Clayton Johnson wrote it. Yeah. Jesse was supposed to lose. This is what they fought about? Yeah, this was the big fight oh, between the, him I and... Ha- I have to agree with Rod on this one. Yeah, so Rod said... Uh, no, he's going to win, and then... That's the point. And then, uh, the, because Rod wanted to say Fats is now going fishing. Yeah. He, I, like, and, I like Rod's version yeah. better. <laughs> Sorry. And, Sorry, yeah, George. Uh, if you watch the 80s version, they redid 
uh, the 80s version ending in the way that George Clayton Johnson apparently wrote it, but then George Clayton Johnson saw it and freaked out that they didn't do it right either, which... (laughs) Uh, He's just being difficult now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is, uh, is that the Bruce Willis it, it is in? It didn't make any fucking sense. It made more sense the way Rod did it. It does. It makes a lot more sense. And you know what? I can't wait till we get to the 80th episode that we do about this. No. Uh, yeah, no. It, I mean, the shadow play is just—it's infuriating. They oh, did. They don't spoil it. it. Don't spoil it for me. Execution to hang. No, you're still gonna do it. Okay. And uh, <laughs> well, I, you never saw it. No. I've never seen it. I haven't seen a single '80s episode for on purpose. Don't they suck, dude? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's nothing to look forward to, Phoenix. I, I, I'm, I'm almost happy I'm spoiling for you, so you get your mind off of this. Oh, I'm still gonna <laughs> watch it. We're still gonna review I, them. I really hope that Peel fuck gets his act together, and gets his new show out before that. <laughs> so we can go into that one. Oh, uh, we're doing the '80s, and then we're doing the fucking Forrest Whitaker ones, no, and then we're no, doing no. this shit. No. Okay, I'm going solo for some of these then, apparently. (laughs) That's what I set up in the very beginning episode, is that I'm doing all the Twilight Zone. It's going to take forever. We still have years to go before we even get to the 80s ones, so calm down. I know. Uh, We're averaging two a week or so. Yeah, but our fucking kids are going to have to take over. (laughs) 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 Our kids will be doing the Force Whitaker ones. Holy shit. Anyway, so... Oh, God, why I got so distracted there. He bets him life or death. He doesn't really have anything to gain other than to be the best. And then the whole fucking time, he's like, you you should lose. And he keeps dropping the pool stick, trying to distract him. And uh, it really teaches kids that being the best at anything is not worth it. That's what I really gathered from this episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... That's what you're supposed to get from it, to be honest. What? It you know, it's stop taking yourself so goddamn serious. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're the best at it or not. It's because somebody's you know pr- you know pushes you around a little bit. You don't have anything anything to prove to anybody but yourself. That's it. I I, I agree with that, but also I don't because some things like are are like some I mean, mentalities. It's good to be the best at something like Michael Jordan or something like that. But like a local Randolph Randolph Street. Pool guy, who fucking cares? I, w- I almost wish that uh, Fat said that to him. Like, you're the best person alive on a street in one city. Congratulations. He does say that. I, I wish he was that blunt about it. He might as well have been, but you know how he, you know. Yeah. Instead, it's a, a little bit differently, but that, in a sense, that's what he did say. Sure, it's just pool. It, it amounts to nothing. You're not doing this enough. Squinting your eyes like you're staring at the sun all too much. Sure. It's so bright. Uh, Well, he even had a visor on. That thing was cheap as hell. (laughs) He has like a fucking poker visor on. I don't know. Strange. No, I I get it because the pool lights, you know. Put a hat on. Like a fucking man. He doesn't want to get the hat all greasy, though. Klugman had a great hat. Yeah. Klugman has a great everything. Great. I'm just saying, Klugman had a great hat. This guy's got this shitty visor, like he's a fucking. Po- and he's got those bands on his. <laughs> he did look like a poker player playing pool. You're right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, he he should be on a steamboat up the Mississippi, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Recall draw. <laughs> you know? You cheating some bitch. Maverick sitting there, you know? I don't <laughs> yeah. need to look at it. Yeah. If I think really hard, it'll be an ace. And you got to throw the ace of spades really slowly onto the pile. Really yeah, two, slowly. Two like fingers. Like a full two minutes where it just spins in the air. And then lands on chip. Because yeah. a card would make that type of a sound on and chip. And the chips explode in the fire. Yeah. Like that's the only thing because they could have done more in that scene. Because the raw energy from this very heavy card. <laughs> Is that one of the greatest worst movies ever? It's like it's it's it so really bad. It's so fun to watch though. <laughs> I love when he dro- when he when he rides that big bicycle. I'm like, look at him go. <laughs> uh, I, I like the fact that uh, I love. They used to do this back a lot, a lot in the '90s, where when they did remakes or reboots of old '60s series, they would include the original stars. And they did it in this. They did it in Wild Wild West. They did it in I don't know a bunch of those like Avengers and stuff. Like they did it. A lot. And nowadays, it's like, fuck them. We're doing our own thing. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. It like They reboot a ton of shit now and it has nothing to do with the originals at all. Uh, I like nope. that they had more fun with it back then. Not even know. Star Wars. Nope. I haven't, oh, I haven't yeah, seen the new yeah. one, but yeah. I'm still upset about that. Who knows? I'll, I'll watch it someday. So, Game of Pool? Want to play a game pool? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to, uh, you want to bet your life on it? Nine ball? Well, I don't know. I'm the best. Yeah, well, Klugman reveals, he's like, I'm committed to this game. I'm the best. I'm the best. I haven't dated a girl in years or, or read a book. I sleep on the fucking tables. I'm like, so, so you're homeless? You, you homeless man? <coughs> I don't know what was worse. What, what, what Fats Brown bragged he did besides play pool? He literally said, "Walked uphill." <laughs> no, I, I've seen things. I, well, I also lived outside of here. I've made love. I've walked up a hill. I'm like, That's it. Those are the I'm two best things. Wow. <laughs> those are the like. So, for me, uh, I drove through a mountain. Few of them. There you go. A bunch of times. Lay over the couple of past years, going through the Poconos. It's fun. I would have been more respectful if uh, Fats Brown went. Well, I've shot up heroin, I've uh, killed a man, and I've, uh, you know, molested a child. I, I would feel less tasted, judgmental than saying walking up a hill. I've even tasted human flesh. Who, yeah. I walked up a hill. <laughs> I walked up that hill to taste the human flesh, and then I fell down, and uh, Joe came tumbling after. But who the fuck hasn't walked up a goddamn hill? Who the holy fuck, name one fucking person other than a paraplegic that hasn't walked up a fucking hill? <laughs> How was that special? And why is that memorable? What was that other episode we did where that na- guy named something fucking ridiculous? It was like, oh, it was <laughs> the fucking grandma killing one. Where she's like, he's like, he hasn't grown up. He hasn't been a man. He doesn't even worn short pants yet. <laughs> worn <laughs> long pants. Man. That's what it was. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What a strange goddamn list these people compile in these episodes. I can't figure these oh. out. Had kids, worn pants, worn long pants. Don't take that away from him, you know, because she was about to kill him when she heard the pants. She went, You know what? He's right. Yeah, she was like, Oh, shit. Levi's, goddamn. The motherfucker's right. He has a bitch. I am the kid would look great in some false creep denim jeans. Goddamn, I can't kill this kid. Shit. 
Old Navy just opened up around the corner. Ah, these fleece, these fleece jackets. I can't deny him that either. Shit. All right. All right. I, I'll be reasonable and not murder your fucking five-year-old grandson or my five-year-old grandson. Sorry. Sorry. Blame me. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the enemy here, I guess. God. Yeah, that episode, this episode, some great list-making of, of things that are the best in life. So really we have wearing long pants and walking up hills as the two greatest Twilight Zone achievements in your life. Uh, those two things. You I know what, Frank? Right I've done both of them. Right here. What's that? I've done both of these things, so I feel re- like I've really lived a full life. Yeah, I know. I thought about it too. I'm like, check and check. Right on. <laughs> you can blow your brains out now. My send it now. It's never gonna get any better, apparently. Yeah. Just a lot worse. Improving. It's all Frank, Frank, it's all downhill from here. Oh I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. oh Jesus Christ, play that. Isn't right you're being all cooped up in here like this. Hey, get out a little. See what's going on. You didn't get to be the best sitting on a park bench. Had a lot of time with that cue in your hand. Of course I did. But I took time out to live, too. I've been places where they never heard of billiards. Fifteen ball a corner pond. I may not look the part, Jesse. But I made love, walked uphill, swam in the ocean. <laughs> when I think of the wonderful things there are to see and to do, it hurts me. Yeah. To see you rotting your life away in this miserable, dark hall. <laughs> You're lying. You're trying to distract me. That's a lousy thing to do. Uh. Fifteen in a corner. I, I wish yeah, he got so really gross with the list. Like, I've came on a hooker's tits and snorted <laughs> coke off them through the cum. I, I've successfully pulled off the Dornish donkey once. <laughs> I've given three abortions. I'm not even a doctor. I just felt like it. Like, Jesus Christ, you psychopath. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even ask for it. I just reached in there. Like, holy oh, shit. Fats Brown is insane. Uh, speaking of billiards, uh, let's get... Uh, speaking of pool, uh, do you want to... Let's go to commercial break here, Frank. Let's, let's recollect and come back in, in 40 seconds. Let's pay the bills, keep the lights on. Goddamn right. This check is not cleared yet, and I have a feeling it's not going to, but let's play this, let's play this anyway. Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. Listeners of LAW The Twilight Zone Review, get 20% off discount at lesliespoolsupply.com. Go there and get all your summer pool needs. Uh, wait, I don't think Leslie's paying attention. I think they think this is an episode about swimming pools, not pool billiards, guys. It's about billiards. Regardless, go to Leslie's Pool Supply. You know what? Fuck them. If they're not going to pay attention, I'm not going to pitch them. They're not our sponsors anymore. Never mind. Back to the show. Frank? Yes. Hey, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I abandoned that uh, ad, so I don't think that check's going to clear. So don't even bother if trying it, to cash that. If it does, they're going to want it back, and then we'll be negative. Yeah, and stop saying just, just go ahead and rip it up. Uh, they didn't pay that the much. Account, well, the account's uh, zeroed out, just to let you know. Oh, shit. What the fuck did you do? Did you spend it all on pool hustling again? I lost it all. God damn it, Frank. So, <laughs> I know. Let's deal with this off air. I need to get my stick from St. Louis. Oh, God. And while, while you're getting your stick, can you make a call to St. Louis for 75 cents? For what? <laughs> Nick a time joke. Nick a time joke. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
I'm not gonna let that one go. Quick, I didn't even catch that. I went what? (laughs) Oh, what's his fascination with the middle of the goddamn country? He never even—I mean, he drove through it once. I don't know. He—he loves to fly over states, I guess. This episode is all should have been sponsored by Vaseline. There's—he sweats so much, both of them. It is ridiculous. Towards the end, they were drenched. Drenched. Like, the pool, like the felt soggy. on the pool table would have been, like, they're hitting the balls, and you see, like, water skidding off the back of the ball. <laughs> like, Well, you don't know this, but when he dropped the, the, the pool stick, he didn't mean to. It just slipped right out of his hands, and they just kept it. When he's distracting him? Yeah. Oh, nice. It, it worked. Just have to do that way. Because nobody's that fucking childish to really do that and actually, you know. Yeah, but we saw, we've seen these guys be childish. It's, it's no, no surprise there. I can't believe that they would do that. Can, can I ask you something? Because the whole point of this is that uh, Jonathan Winters is trying to teach Jack Klugman a, a lesson in just go ahead and forfeit, say you're not the best, which really means say you're not the best and die or live and become me. Be this a fucking immortal man now that has to play every goddamn asshole that wants to challenge you. So it, I don't know. I have problems with that, but no, no, no. I think you're looking into it to you. It's Jonathan Winters learning the lesson. And then, but you know, somebody has to replace him before he can be let off. Yes. But then he kind of, he throws the game at the end. And I was like, if you could throw the game, then he pretty much. Yeah. Why is this so it, severe? Why is it hanger. so? It's a hang. But it's I'm saying, yeah, the, there it is. There it is. It's right there. That's what it looks like. But I'm saying, if you can throw the game, <laughs> then how is this punishment that severe? You know what I mean? He's not stuck there forever. You well, can just I throw mean, the game. I, I I don't think the officer of balance and measures or whatever of heaven was really paying attention to the pool uh, department. I guess not. So I'm saying, not that closely. If he's trying to warn Klugman, I, other than trying to warn him for the rest of his life while he's still alive, he there's seems a reason like, there's no such thing as a referee for pool playing. Yeah, <clears throat> and he's basically, yeah. you know, players, you know, control yourselves. Yeah. If if yeah. Klug, if Klugman were to to live, so Klugman doesn't die here. He lives the rest of his life, and then. Rod says he finds out after the real bet after his funeral. I'm like, his funeral? He had to wait until after his funeral, not until he died. He had to go to his own funeral and then go into the heavens waiting well, room. Did you see he looked the same? I think he walks out of the place and gets hit by a bus or something. It must be because I think if he were to walk said out. He leaves Randolph Street. Yeah. So, Randolph Street can't be that long. He's going to leave at some point. <laughs> As soon as he walks off a of Randolph, boom, bust. That's it. And that must, that must <laughs> explain it because my thought was if Klugman were to leave this pool hall uh, on Randolph Street and go somewhere else and lose, it seems like to me he would be off the hook for the going to heaven thing or be, becoming Jonathan Winters because he's not the best anymore. He, he lost. You know what I mean? So no, he, he went fishing, remember? So he had to die. I'm saying Klugman. Oh, Yeah. So if Klugman were to leave this room and lose one game, he he wouldn't have to do he wouldn't have to replace Jonathan Winters. I mean, I really doubt if Klugman made it to he when he was ninety and died, right? Yeah, he, he definitely died they, in they this pool hall. They revert him back to what? They revert him back to uh, his his prime or or his middle age. It's basically when we but, recognize him. I get that, but I, I think it's better to what imagine. What I'm saying is, you know, what I'm saying is is like. The way they phrased it and all, and the way Rod talked about it, you know, 
it's like he 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 left that 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 day or whatever, and pretty much you know left Randolph Street and got hit by a bus. <laughs> you you go a little more lighthearted, even though it's he's still dying. I think he. Uh, the the second Jonathan Winters left, he fell asleep on the pool table, like he said, and some homeless guy came in and stabbed him in the fucking chest, or well, in the he neck had with a heart stick knife. Or aneurysm. Yeah, or he fell over onto the pool stick and it fucking just went through his stomach. Something terrible with the pool. <laughs> he died on the pool table. A, a magical gun showed up in his hand. He just went, Don't done. The be- well, because you can't be a legend. The best. The best you're dead. <laughs> yeah, you got to Kurt Cobain it. Got to get the fuck out of there. He didn't do it. Check out early. That was a murder, not suicide. Okay. <laughs> uh, Just saying. So, so the 1960s Courtney Love shows up, shows up, and uh, take care of him. How about that? Compromise. That's what happened. Murdering bitch. Uh, let's see. What other notes do I have? What are you chewing <laughs> on? What do you What do you got in your mouth? Nothing. Sorry. Maybe you fucking like prunes over there. Figs. Fig. Oh, that's close. No, uh, I'm nuts. Uh, I like this episode a lot, but some of the ending there, I don't know how this can make any sense, but he goes, he, Fats has this quote where he goes, shoot that bow. He has that last ball where he's like, it's lined up. It's right there. It's a fucking, it's a, I can just make this and I'm the best. That's it. It's right there. And Fats set him up for it. And I like that. But then he, Fats is like, shoot that ball and you may, win more, you may win more than you bargained for. And I was like, but at this point, his threat is win that, you get more than you bargained for, which is totally not what the bet was at all. This is totally unfair to punish this guy when it wasn't the bet. The bet should be part of it. And either he makes it and wins more than he bargains for, or he goddamn dies. <laughs> That's his fucking option. Really? <laughs> What's he supposed to do? Well, in Clayton Johnson's ending, it's so he loses and he goes, come on, get it over with. And he goes, what, you think I was really going to kill you over a game of pool? No, at least he says he, the title. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. He goes, but you'll die second rate because that's what you are and this and that. But if you would have beat me, you would have lived forever, blah, blah, blah. But you're not. So you're a piece of shit. Like I've been saying this entire episode, how much of a piece of shit you are. Well, I kind of like what he really does. I kind of like both versions in different ways. Yeah, I mean, it, but the '80s one did it, and it was so bad. I almost wanted to play the ending, uh, or actually, there's the ending where um, the original Jonathan Winters, you know, like uh, I think it was like 15 years ago, he he read the George Clayton Johnson ending script. You know, it was pretty cool, but you know, I can't wait to do the go. '80s version. Oh my god. Just <clears throat> a couple episodes, and the rest are gonna be terrible. Oof. Oh, and the music, dude, in in the in the eighties one is, it, it's just insanity. Who's the narrator in the eighties version? Is it Rod Meredith? No, Meredith. Bridges Meredith? Meredith? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I've literally never seen an episode of the eighties version on purpose. <laughs> Neither have I. On fucking purpose. Other podcasts. Yeah. I've seen like little clips, you know, where I like check in. I'm like, I downloaded them all, and I'm like, eh, make sure they work. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> ugh I, I hate the fucking '80s. So yeah, I was skipping through, especially '80s it. TV is goddamn terrible. But I was skipping through, and I'm like, oh, that looks terrible. And I was like, oh, Bruce Willis. Oh God, looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, gonna be great. Oh, 
written by George R. R. Martin. This has to be good. Oh God. <laughs> oh, eighties. It's like uh, when you we're like. It happens so much with musicians where you're like, oh, I can't wait to listen. Oh, 1983 album? No, thank you. Like, Neil Young has an album called Trans. If you ever get a chance, oh, my God, it's excruciatingly terrible. He's Ex- the worst singer in music history. Oh, he's, yeah, he's bad, but he has some good songs. Where, but he has to very, very closely match his style of Nate singing Walsh. to make it work. Uh, keep on rocking in the free will is good. And then, no, it's not. It is. It's a good song. Nope. No, it's not. I'm not here arguing this. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I won't disagree that he's a bad singer. He's a bad singer. But listen, uh, I'll play some. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young was great because he hardly sang. And if he did, it was backup shit. And if he wasn't, he wasn't in the fucking, a lot of the good music. So you're like, oh, he's not even on there. But listen to this. This is Neil fucking Young, the guy that plays the acoustic guitar. Pink Floyd's momentary lapse of reason. Oh, it gets worse. I feel like I'm off the Terminator 2. And she's in the disco tech. Okay, now! This is Neil Young. All I can see is just big perms bouncing. Yeah. There's some of them are like computer singing. Like, I think it's this one. That's the same fucking song. Um, oh, my God. Some it's of these terrible, songs, dude. Oh, they get worse, too. It's because really bad. One of them has like the modulated computer singing, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I didn't know Neil Young was Cindy Lauper at the same time. Oh, my God. He's actually worse than Cindy Lauper in his album. Here it is. I don't think that's possible. Dude, please stop. Phoenix. All right. All right, I'm done. Do I do, I do battling iTunes lists? That's no, fun. that wasn't iTunes. <laughs> I had to look that up on YouTube because I sure shit don't have that on my iTunes. Bullshit. I don't. Uh, I have it pulled lie. up. We're, you lie do not so play bad. whatever you're going to play. You you lie like a cheap rug. <laughs> anyway, uh, pool. Pool's fun to play, not so much fun to watch. This episode somehow made it interesting to watch because of all the Vaseline and great acting. Uh, I mostly dude, attribute I'm to Vaseline. You, name one other uh, do, uh, tandem team in any other episode that played off of each other this well. Uh, other than tag challenge, teams? Sir. Um, I challenge you, sir. I challenge you. I, I task you. Well, obviously, uh, two. They really played off each other. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. You, they, you, they did not react at all no, to each other. No, they, they didn't. They didn't talk. One. She said Pekrasny at address. Let's yeah, move on. twice. That was it. Who or Parcheesi? That's what. It yeah, Parcheesi. <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I can't think of anything else other than uh, other than Shadow Play. Yeah, but who did he play off of? Well, <clears throat> the DA. Sure. Okay, but that wasn't the whole episode. This was the entire episode. No, this is. To... I, I won't disagree with this. This is one of those ones where they, the two guys. Made the episode better than the script was, which is nice because they they took this kind of what should be a boring episode and they made it fucking fascinating to watch. And Frank is orgasming over his wrist over there. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. He'll take it. He'll take a moment there. So uh, 
But the, the, you know what I mean? This, this episode should have been terrible. Just on paper, you look at it and you're like, eh, it's oh, guys yeah. playing pool. And here we go. And then you watch it and you're like, that's why when I was saying, when I think about the episode, I'm like, oh, here we go. And then watching, I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> like every second of it, I'm just like just staring at. And uh, I don't know. yeah, I can't disagree. Those they they play off each other really well. Oh, yeah, this this uh, director did um, the Offscreen Man. Did he? That explains a yeah. lot. Because because that's another one that comes to mind right there is those two talking to each other in Offscreen Man. Yeah, yeah, Meredith and, they, and uh, yeah, Chancellor, t- and that. I mean, I guess we can say that was the whole episode, right? Yeah. That was mostly, yeah, definitely most of the episode. Well, one man was mm-hmm. yelling at the other one, but they did play off each other very well when it came to his room. I'll give him that. Yeah, but I think the script was a lot better in that episode. The dialogue. No, I would give and, this better. I think no. I, I, There's more dialogue in this script. I think the the dialogue was better in Absolute Man for me because it played off and it was actually more fleshed out for the writing, like it referenced itself. Well, that from was earlier. Right, and. Well, that's because Rod Sterling wrote that one. I mean, this one was written by George Clayton Johnson. Yeah, so. and that's what I'm saying. I think Obsolete Man was better written as far as dialogue goes. This was, this acting was so good it made the dialogue seem way better. But if you look were to look at it on paper, you'd be like, there's almost nothing there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, let me reiterate that. It was George Clayton Johnson to a, to a, to a fault, but, I mean, Rod did rewrite it to fit yeah rewrote it to fit y'all <laughs> nice that Wait. was an edit yeah if you didn't get it <laughs> clicked on the uh hang up button there on frank and we lost him there and a uh, bad bad segue and he went with y'all <laughs> as, a, as a comeback i don't know what that was all about Cause, yeah because because i had to hear what i just said last and i i noticed that i rhymed so i just kind of went with it uh-huh there you go you ever like uh, talking on the phone? I don't know. Doesn't. No, I was gonna say it doesn't happen so much anymore, but it happens way more often. Where I'm on a cell phone call, and and I'll be like, oh, but anyway. So I was like really getting into the story, that, and I'm like, and it's been hung up. I don't know for how long. Maybe five minutes. I don't know how long I was telling the story to some, whoever I was talking on the phone. Yep. At least on the old phones, like your landlines, it would be you hear like, eh, eh, <laughs> like something. And a cell phone, though, exactly. it's, just, it's and soft. Then, and then, like, literally, the reason you stop talking is because the phone starts vibrating in your hand. You're like, oh. Yeah. What'd you hear last? It's like, uh. Where you do that? Are you going to respond? Or. This is very rude. I, I just told you about my abortion. Oh, you're gone. Okay, sorry. And you got to hang up and redial, and they don't answer. And that's when you ask them. Have you updated the last, you know, update from the last last week from Apple? Well, you <laughs> got to do that so your fucking phone works better. Well, Jesus Christ. If you didn't get Tuesday's third update, then I don't yeah. even know why you're calling me. It's been a month. It's two and a half months, and they've done ten updates since oh, Saturday. Another one's coming next Wednesday, by the way. You know what's nice is what I, I, I want to thank you, Apple, even though our show's on Apple iTunes. I want to thank you for... When I set my alarm for work in the morning and then I, I don't wake up because my phone did the update in the middle of the night and it just reset my alarms just because it just turned them off. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's because uh, uh, if I can't go to work, I can't pay for the fucking phone I have. Apple just ruins my life. Why are you such a difficult, difficult mistress? 
it's well, sorry. Anyway, so uh, no, no, yeah. I'm not done. Right. Okay, sorry. Game of hole, right? Um, game of where hole. Where are we at now? Did you say a game of hole? No. Pool. Speaking of Courtney Love. Oh God, that yeah, her band sucked too. Oh yeah. How what was her fucking song? Uh, Malibu, Malibu. Fucking terrible. Let's uh, let's get out of here. I think we're done talking about this episode. Good episode. Yeah, great well, episode. I got the outro here. And we're at Raj outro. Roderick's. Mr. Jesse Cardiff, who became a legend by beating him. But it was found out after his funeral that being the best of anything carries with it a special obligation to keep on proving it. Mr. Fats Brown, on the other hand, having relinquished the champion's mantle, has gone fishing. These are the ground rules in the Twilight Zone. These are the ground rules. There's rules. Even though I say multiple times there's no rules, now there's rules in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's whenever I feel like it. What's the next episode, Frank? Mr. Serling, we've had some performances of great depth in the Twilight Zone, and next week is no exception. A distinguished and incredibly talented young man lends us his services when Peter Fox stars in The Mirror. This is the story of a tyrant and his assassins, a shattered dream and the death of a cause. Next week on The Twilight Zone, The Mirror. I can't wait. Peter Falk, come on. Come oh, on. I know what you are thinking, <laughs> senor. <laughs> oh, I know what you are thinking. Yeah, he does a... We got Pedro. I went almost Asian with it. The, the quieter. <laughs> Alejandro. The magnificent. <laughs> Frank. The, the magnificent. <laughs> the, the loud mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's almost going Mexican. <laughs> The... That one is insane. None of them are Mexican. <laughs> Gonna eat tacos, senor. <laughs> like, just yeah, he's, way over like, the top. I, it's like, this is so Castro. It's crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, Castro of uh, fucking Mexico City. <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I do like Peter Falk a lot, though, so there's that. I, like, I grew up on Colombo. His strange-looking features. Doesn't seem Cuban to me at all. Nope. Bad casting. Uh, one of many, many bad casting decisions made in the 60s. Um, mostly the 60s, I'd say. Uh, 80s did that a lot, too, where they cast someone. Like, uh, what's that? What was the fucking actor? What the hell? What was his goddamn name? That played, yeah, 80s. Uh, Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's it's not far off from that. Oh, Kakarosha! <laughs> like, that's... Spikes. So flawless, flawless Cuban. At least I did have one Cuban in there. Yeah, it was his friend. Shot him in the stomach. Yeah. Poor guy. Shouldn't have banged his wife. I would have too. It's, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Sister, you know. Oh, sister? Is that what it was? Gina! I, I've seen <laughs> that movie twice. Duh, what? I don't get it. I don't get why it's so popular. I don't. You don't get why it's so popular? No. It's, it's like, still a good movie. It's all right. It's so I've, over I've the goddamn top. I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> uh, so I'm saying... That you, little short Mexican guy and the real fat one with the mustache. Oh, they, they were great. The chainsaw scene's great. I like that one a lot. And then when he hangs him with the helicopter, oh, that was fun. That was a uh, that was awesome. And then the rest of the movie, and was like, eh. Because Sosa says so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't mind. <laughs> he doesn't like apologize to him as he's hanging. Like, yeah. 
Anyway. I want you to see this. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's some great stuff in there. I like that actor that plays that guy a lot that, that is threatening him when he's watching him hang. Who um, Sosa? You ever fuck me, Tony? Isn't that, uh, <laughs> isn't that uh, F. Murray Abraham? Who? I'm pretty sure. The guy that is threatening him and like makes him watch the guy hang out with the helicopter. Um, I would have to pull no. up the IMDb to look at it. It could be. be honest. We'll find out later. Who fucking cares? I'm I'm not a memorizer of the credits like you are, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just remember, if it is F. Murray Abraham, I was, when I was going to film school, I was skateboarding back to my apartment, super goddamn drunk on Hollywood Boulevard, and it was raining, and it's a Bad marble ass. sidewalk. Not a good idea. <laughs> so I kept falling, and then one time I fell right in front of Grandma's Chinese Theater, and then uh, F. Murray Abraham caught me. The snare? <laughs> and I was like, ah. And I looked up at him like, thank you. And I can't Who caught you? F. Murray Abraham, the, the fucking the Oscar-winning actor. You, you look him up. No, I won't. Just yeah. tell me. He's an actor. I don't know what to say. He's in Amadeus. He, he he's in a bunch of stuff. Great story. <laughs> you just mentioned somebody. Nobody knows who he is, dude. People know who he is. I'm not weird in not knowing who that is. No, it, it, look him up. He'll figure it out. He's in a bunch of stuff. The hell's his name? <clears throat> F. Murray Abraham. Some asshole Great that caught you. Mm-hmm. You should. He should have let you bust your ass. He, he should have. It. He really should have. Because I was uh, way <laughs> too drunk to be walking, let alone skateboarding down a marble wet sidewalk. Terrible idea. What's What's his stupid name? F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray Murray Murray. I think he's. I don't know. Okay, well, this. you know, I, I type in four letters and he's the first name that pops up and starts always good. I guess he's kind of famous. I don't think he is the one in the Scarface then. But anyway, regardless, it's still him. Who's the one guy that's in the. He is the one in Scarface. I was right. Okay, so I, looked him, I just looked back in the day. But yeah, the fucking guy's won an Oscar. <laughs> so he caught me and I was like, thank you. He's like, I just remember going, Jesus Christ. And he caught me. And I was like, Thank you. Who did he play in Fire Forester? I don't fucking... I haven't seen that movie. But uh, let's, let's get out of Finding here. Never Forester? It was pretty good. No, I have no interest in seeing that. It didn't look that great. I don't like... Uh, what's his name that much? Sean Connery? Yeah, not, not a Connery fan. Are you out of your mind? No, I don't think he's a good actor. I think he's just Sean Connery. You're out of your goddamn mind. He's not a good actor. Hunt for October. I rest my case. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about again? A submarine movie or a great mo- oh, actor in a submarine, movie? Oh, submarine. So it's got to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> that's a bad movie. Crimson Tide and Hunt for October sucked. Suck my dick. I haven't seen like Crimson them. Tide, but I, I like Hunt for October. I just don't think he's you that great. You did see Crimson Tide. Stop acting like you're too cool for the room. I might have. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. And check out our shows and shit. Uh, so long, citizens.